if Kawhi didn't get injured this season, and I believe they would have won the championship, mm. and that would have pushed him. That would have pushed him to second. Yo, what's up? What's up? <laughs> All right, welcome back to another episode of the podcast of Brotherly Love. I am Jordan, and uh, I'm missing a piece of myself today. My little brother is not here. Uh, Jared is taking care of some business currently, so he couldn't make it, but we send him our love as always here on the podcast of Brotherly Love. I have a very exciting episode for you today. Uh, I got a good friend of mine. A good friend of mine that I've known since my childhood. Honestly, I think I've known him before, longer than I've known my own brother, to be honest. But uh, he may be kind of familiar because we actually had, we had his brother on the show last week. And we mentioned that he's got some really, really interesting takes. Uh, this episode is going to be different because we're going to talk some NFL today. And... Uh, it's my good friend. He is prolific, prolific in the daily fantasy realm. I can say that. Yeah. And uh, he's got a wealth of knowledge. So, yeah, here goes nothing. JT Medina, welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm JT. Today we're going to talk some good stuff. We're going to talk NBA and some um, NFL action and NFL predictions of the season. And week one starts tomorrow, and it's going to be an exciting football season. For sure, for sure. Now, I'm glad to have you here, JT. Um, honestly, I just want to have a conversation with you, uh, just like we always do. I know you and I don't debate sports too much, but I know you have a lot of good takes. Uh, so I wanted to start it off. Last week we were talking about the top five players in the NBA. Uh, and <laughs> your brother told me you might have some interesting opinions on this. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, if I had to give my top five, I'd give my top five right now. Off the top of the dome. No specific order. I'm going to go no specific order. Steph Curry. Kevin Durant. Kawhi Leonard. LeBron James. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Boom. I agree with that, but in order, if I had to put it in order, I'd oh, go, wow. I'd go LeBron. Then it would two and three could switch between Kawhi and KD, and four would be um, Steph, and five would be Giannis. Okay, so LeBron at five. No, LeBron would be one. One. Yes. Wow. Okay. Kawhi or KD is two and Kawhi and KD are two and three. Okay, which way? I'm, I don't know. Okay, live. I think a live, live update. I would go. A live update. I would go. I'd go Kawhi because he's the best perimeter defender in the league. Wow, Jared has something to say about that. Jared, if you're, if you're, I know Jared's hurting somewhere. I'm sorry. Who bro. does he think is the best perimeter defender? I'm sure he would give you Kawhi, but he'd definitely say Kevin Durant's a better player than Kawhi. But we'll have to have this debate another day. They're far, they're, they're miles apart defensively, but they're close offensively. 
Wow, I don't know because when you look at KD, I think KD can KD can guard a five, KD can guard a four, he can guard a three. I think he's long enough to do that. Bro, and the fact that the fact that KD Giannis, he wasn't guarding Giannis in the playoffs. They wasn't they weren't guarding each other. Well, he had to carry the offense. He had to carry the offense 100. percent So Kawhi Leonard carries his offense as well, but he down the stretch he's guarding the best player on the court. Yeah, when Kawhi is available, I heard somebody say I don't know who I heard say it, but I heard them say sometimes no the best ability in sports is availability, and I know they've both dealt with some injuries down the line, but at the end of the day, Kawhi wasn't there this po- this playoffs. So for me, the fact that KD showed up. He was out, there. He was there. And he lasted longer in the playoffs than KD. We saw more Kawhi in the playoffs than KD. We saw better KD in the playoffs than we did Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Kawhi was on historic run. He didn't miss. In all of the playoff wins, he didn't miss a field goal or a free throw in the fourth quarter. In their wins. In their wins. Yes. In their wins. Yeah. They didn't win every game. But they didn't win every game, but he shot more efficiently than KD, and he played better defensively than KD. And I think he averaged more than KD as well in the playoffs. Okay, yeah, you got the number, so you bodied me there. So that's fine. How about if we were to take all the resumes in the league? Who's Give me the top three best resumes. Top three best resumes. In the, in, in, in the, if you had to go... Is LeBron... KD, then Steph. They have the best resumes. You shocked me. You shocked me because for me, I think that's LeBron, Kawhi, Steph. Or LeBron, Steph, Kawhi. What did you guys say, Dad? That's what he said. No, I said KD. Oh, the best resume? Yeah, LeBron, KD, then Steph. Yeah. Yeah, um... That's that's my dad in the background cleaning, but he's also got some opinions too. So, yeah, no, I added Kawhi. I I took KD out of there. I put I put Kawhi in there just just for the finals. We're talking resumes now. We're talking resumes. Dad, get in the camera if you want to talk. Get in the get in the camera if you want to talk. I, I, I don't say nothing now unless you got screwed up by saying the wrong thing. Definitely, I'll step in. I don't, he said if we screw up, he'll have to step in. <laughs> Dad, just keep cleaning those dishes. <laughs> keep cleaning those dishes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Whoosh! Y'all know I'm Haitian. I get whooped for that. That's a dead sentence around here. That's funny. If Kawhi didn't get injured this season, and I believe they would have won the championship, mm. and that would have pushed him. That would have pushed him to second. He would have had the second best resume in the NBA today. And he would have been, he would have had his third finals MVP and third championship with his third team. And that would be, only LeBron has done that. And he would be on his way to be, he would be chasing the ghosts right with LeBron and Michael Jordan as the greatest player of all time. That's an interesting take. And the thing is, I'm kind of I'm not a Kawhi stan, but I definitely see the greatness of Kawhi. Like for Kawhi to do what he did in San Antonio, I was thinking about this when I was preparing for this podcast. Kawhi gets he takes an old Timmy, old Ginobili, older Tony Parker, puts them on his back towards the end of their career, took them to 
and won won them a finals on the way out. And he um brought and he helped bring them the year before as well. And he was a supporting cast supporting role the year before, mm-hmm. star the next year, budding star the next year, and then he gets into it with Pop. If you ask me, I thought he was done. Like you don't mess up with one of the best basketball minds, and you don't. He he sends you to freaking Toronto, as a punishment. As a punishment. As a as in spite. In spite of what he wanted to go, bro. In spite, and you win a chip. Mm-hmm. For me, in that's the first season too. In the first season, for me, that's goat worthy. That's goat worthy, and I and I think we can't we can't sleep on that. that We've never seen LeBron do that. We've never seen LeBron do that. We've never seen. I don't think. I don't think we've ever seen anybody do that, without a bona fide star with them, yep. to move to a market that's never won. Yep. That's huge. So I think I'm with you, JT. If if Kawhi stays healthy, Clippers go to the finals, and Clip. I think the Clippers had a chance. Definitely had a chance to beat the Bucks this year. He would have brought a first championship to a franchise twice in his career, and LeBron's never done that. Did he already won the championship? And the Lakers already won the championship in their franchises. Wow. Yeah, no, that's a that's a hot take. So Kawhi wins a chip in LA. Kawhi Kawhi goes leaps, to number two. Leaps who in the he goal conversation? He he leaps in in the current NBA today, he leaps everybody's resume except LeBron. Except LeBron. Why? Because he hasn't won a season MVP. Mm. Okay, so no. That's season. the only award he's missing in his on his resume. The season MVP. So the a season, season MVP, MVP and another championship, and with LeBron not winning another one, Kawhi, Kawhi and hops. LeBron are <laughs> Kawhi and LeBron are close, but I'll still give it to LeBron because he has multiple MVPs. Wow, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's hard to doubt LeBron, and it's hard. It's gonna be really hard for anybody to top LeBron right now in the NBA today. But for me, your ability to go to the finals and win, and your the fact I don't know how many finals Kawhi's lost. He's lost one. He lost one. He's two and one. He's two and one in the finals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you may need a little bit more body of work, but Kawhi goes three and one in the finals, and LeBron doesn't win, and he takes that championship from LeBron this next year. I think I would need one more, maybe a Finals MVP, for me. One more. I need. I would need one. One more and a season's MVP, which I don't think Kawhi's ever gonna win a season MVP. Because his injury history, he takes breaks. He plays for the playoffs. Yeah, he he gets ready for the playoffs, which is which is what makes this a really tough conversation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, let's let's change gears a little bit. Uh, just like the season has ended with the NBA, the NFL season is kicking off. So uh, we'll get with, with the NFL. We'll start with the NFL when we get back from this break. All right, and we are back. All right, JT, let's talk about the NFL. I know you're excited for the NFL. I've been waiting since. Um... The end of the Super Bowl for this upcoming season to start. Okay. I've been anticipating this year more than any other year. This year is going to be special. 
for a lot of players this season. Okay, when I think about this year, I think it's special because of Justin Fields, who I played with Justin Fields, by the way. I mean, playing is kind of a relative term, but I was on the same team as Justin Fields. So I'm excited to see Justin Fields and, and Trevor Lawrence, but that's not why you're excited, though, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm also excited about them. Justin's a hometown kid. Um, Trevor, he was down the road, like 25 minutes down the road in Cartersville. And I feel like those guys will have very special careers. But I'm really excited for my Seahawks. Your Seahawks? Yes, my Seahawks. Okay, so what are you most excited about with, the, with your Seahawks, bro? I feel like this season is the year that Russell Wilson gets his MVP that he's been longing to get. He's going to get all the votes, and he's going to take the league by storm. What makes you, what, what's, different, what's different from this Russell Wilson? From other Russell Wilsons that you've seen, what's different from this NFL from, than other NFLs you've seen? Well, as you know, last year they got beat in the playoffs, and that was the first time losing at home in the Russell Wilson era. And he, I've never seen him take a loss like that. He's usually more, um, more optimistic, and not let the losses get to him. But I feel like this, that one loss last year got to him. And the Seahawks had a great season last year, and everyone on that team felt like last year was the year that they were supposed to win the Super Bowl, and they didn't. And the same thing happened their um, his rookie season. They had a um, tough playoff loss, and everyone had um, high hopes that they were going to um, win the Super Bowl, and they didn't. And the next year they um, came back harder and won the Super Bowl. And I feel like the same thing will happen. They got um, new defensive weapons. Um, DK Metcalf is getting older, and he's only getting better. Ty Lockett, he just um, signed a new contract. Russell Wilson got more um, offensive line help to help with um, stopping Aaron Donald in his division. And he's, beast. Yeah. He's been sacked over 40 times every year in his career, and he's still taking his team to the playoffs. Okay, so uh, it, uh, Sierra uh, Russell, I know y'all are listening. So, uh, and Baby Future, y'all are listening. This is your year, apparently, according to JT. He believes it too. He's been training with Michael Jordan and Kobe's uh, personal trainer. He's got more lean. He's um, changing a few things in his diet, in his body. He's he spends about a million dollars a year on his body, just like LeBron. So. Okay, so you're comparing Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson to LeBron, and their, and the way they um prepare for the um seasons. Like they take, um, a lot of care in their body. Like Russell Wilson's never missed a game in his career, mm. and he's been sacked the most in the NFL. So that's a um good testament of how he treats his body and how he trains in the off season. And you know LeBron. This this past season was the only time he's been like really hurt. Yeah, but check this out though, man. All the Haitian boys in the ring now. 
Is uh Michelle Sonny Michelle in the room? Um yeah. Yeah. So I'm waiting for my boy there too, man. But hey. Yeah, my dad's a super super talent. My dad my dad had a super talent. Uh, he's got a Haitian locator. Uh, so he knows every Haitian in the NFL. So he was just talking about Sonny Michelle on, on the, the Rams. A lot of Haitians in the NFL. Too many, at least 40 players in the NFL. He said at least 40 players. So there you go. That's a little tidbit from my dad today. Uh, so personally, I think it's all cute. I think it's cute. Everything you're saying is really cute about Russell Wilson and how he went down. And he's got some – the last time this happened, they got whooped in the playoffs. He came back even stronger and did it. And I respect that. I respect history. Yeah. And I think he'll have a great season. But I don't think he'll have a better season than Tom Brady and his Buccaneers. Tom Brady's hungry. Uh, we saw this happen with Tom Brady. We saw it happen with Peyton Manning. On their way out of the league, they said, let me go ahead and get another chip. Ugh. Let me go ahead and have another successful season. Let me, give me that. On the way out. And I think he tastes blood. And I think those young guys are hungry. One thing I know about sports, every team's best year with a new coach or a new system comes in that second year. Things are still kind of exciting and you think they're still more exciting than a longer 10-year coach. But at the same time, those first-year principles, you have them a little bit more locked in. And I think Bruce Arians...
so this show is moving on. We already had some uh, some really hot takes today, but we're gonna move on to going. We're gonna go division by division in the NFL and pick whichever team is the best team and why. And then we're gonna move on. We can even move on to the conferences and we'll take that. We'll take the best team from each conference, and then. We'll pick a Super Bowl winner right now. I mean, he already picked the Seahawks, but you'll be able to see kind of how we got to that conclusion. All right, so we're gonna, since we were just starting, we were just talking about Tom Brady. Uh, we're going to go to his old division, the AFC East, where you got the Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Jets. Uh, for me, that's Bills all day. I don't think there's really a discussion. I think Tua's going to have something to say about that. And I think Mac Jones may... Mac Jones may have a little something to say about that, but for me, that's that's Bills all day. I think that this uh, AFC East is coming to to upstate New York. My dad disagrees. I you think you mentioned Tua. Tua. Man, Miami's trying to scare you know. They don't think much of them anyway. Well, my dad says Miami's out on Tua, so yeah, so it's like. I mean, in college, what? He had that one good last year, right? My dad said he had one good last year in college. You know, because it's like, well, Sunday was like the hottest thing, and I don't think he proved himself, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, but I disagree with you. On record. Yeah, my dad disagrees on record. I think the Dolphins are going to be the second best team in the AFC East. I'll go ahead and say that. Um, I think their defense is stout. Yeah. Defense is stout. They have two elite corners. And they'll make it tough for um, Josh Allen and Mac Jones. And I, if Tua can get, um, if Tua can get um, the offense, if he can get a grip of the offense and learn from his mistakes from his rookie season, and tweak some things, and not lose games and keep his team in position to win, then I feel like. The Dolphins can take the division this season. Mm. Because, Is that your take? Yeah, because they have an, two elite corners. And when you have two elite corners, it's hard to pass against you. Like Patrick Mahomes last year, he threw two interceptions against them. And, you know, he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions against teams. So that's so. a hot take. So you're saying two of the stars align in Miami, 305, till we die. Tua is bringing an AFC East division title to if back to Miami. If he can learn from his mistakes from his rookie season. If. Yes. If Tua, if Tua is the quarterback that the media said he's supposed to be, then they will win the division. Okay, so who's your division, who's your division leader? Do you have faith in Tua and his ability to learn from his mistakes? I don't know. You don't know. I I I'm optimistic on Tua. Okay. I'm optimistic on Tua. And I think Josh Allen's overrated. He had one good season. And the media's been saying that he's gonna be the next big thing. I have to see more of that one good season for me to be high on him. Okay. Do you think it's because he's white? That he's received the the uh, 
media coverage or the or the media hype? Do you um, think if he was a black quarterback, do you think he would have received the same hype? I feel like if he was black, they would find some reason to hate him or hate on him. They wouldn't because they would look at his first two seasons and say he only had one good season. They wouldn't be high on him like they are if he was black. Or as openly op- optimistic yeah. as yeah. a as a media. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I think this is I think this is definitely a case. Because uh, the NFL is is majority white people are the minority in the NFL at this point. Mm-hmm. And but at, at the quarterback position, they're the majority. Right at at the position, but in the, in the sport as a whole, they are the minority. So I can see why when you when you see someone that looks like you, uh, you want to push them forward. Uh, and Josh Allen just may be a case of that. Basically, I disagree whether he's white or black. I think it has more to do with where he went. Buffalo been so hungry for for a title. They've been horrible for a long time. You know, then if that's the case, what happened to the um, Chicago right now? Justin Fields black. There's a big hype about, uh, about him up there. That's because all of those teams, they've been hungry for, for one thing with the with the with, with um Chicago. Like they've never had that type of quarterback before. So therefore the hype is there. And he's black, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so he's getting a lot of uh, they always talking about him so much. So sometimes it's not quite whether he's black or white. It's depending on the situation where he went to. So, you know, that's my take on it. Okay, I, I kind of agree with you guys, though. But I think it's because of where he went. Right, it's because of, of, of where he is. Yeah, where he is right now. Right. Yeah, right. In that situation, you know, because you could put him or Justin Fields crisscross, it would be the same thing. There would be a lot of hype. Yeah, for sure. Know? So the fact that they, yeah. they're in but they're again, in markets that are hungry yeah, but for. But then again, the media could be looking at Justin Fields when he talks up to hype that more. Yeah. You know, so. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if we have cussing thing. on. <laughs> okay, now yeah. we gotta we gotta change our rating now. now yeah, we got the cuss word, but it's okay. Uh, we're, this is groundbreaking stuff, man. We got our first cuss word on the podcast of Brotherly Love, and hey, we're uh, TV mature now, I guess. So this is uncut. We're gonna keep it moving. Thank you, Dad, for for your takes. You ready to move on to the next division? Yeah. So I choose the Dolphins to. Upset, there we go. To upset the um, Bills in the AFC East. Okay, it's about time he said it. Okay, AFC West. We got the Broncos, the Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. C H I E F S. F S. I forgot how to spell Chiefs. That's Chiefs all the way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's yeah. I think uh, we're gonna have another breakout year from Justin Herbert. Yeah. I freaking love that kid. I love the way he plays. Dual threat quarterback. You gotta love it. He, he wants to win. He's a competitor. Yeah, I, I feel like the Chargers won't win the division. They'll come in second, and I think they'll make the playoffs this year. Okay, solid. AFC North, one of my fi- that's one of my favorite divisions in football. I think they have the best rivalries. I think they have the nastiest rivalries. They, 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 they literally hate each, hate each other. They hate each other. Every team in that division hates, hates each other. They all hate each other, and it's and the so fan fun to watch. hate each other, too. Right, and it's so fun to watch. Because their cities are kind of boring, and... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, between I love Baltimore. Baltimore is a beautiful city. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, Cincinnati. I ne- I've never been there, but I've I've driven through it. Cleveland. It's Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh. I think the best thing in Pittsburgh is the Steelers. Yeah. So um, they have nothing but football. So without stalling enough, I'm gonna go ahead and pick my 
winner. It's tough because there's not too many. I feel like a lot of these teams are pretty even in this. I love me some Joe Burrow. I love me some Joe Burrow, but I think the Browns are going to be able to get it together this year. And I think the Browns are going to take this division this year. I agree. I think the Browns are going to take the division. Nick Chubb, baby. Nick Chubb is a workhorse back. And uh, if Baker just um, tones down the um, turnovers, then the um, Browns will have the um, division wrapped up. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, sorry, Lamar. Uh, Maybe next year. AFC North. Oh, we got the Texans, the Colts, the Jags, and the Titans. This one's pretty wide open this year, honestly. Um, I feel like it's wide open only between two teams, the Colts and the Titans. The Texans just um, – we don't know what's going on with the Deshaun Watson situation. And uh, um, Jaguars um, are behind Trevor Lawrence. But they're um, building a solid team around him so far. They might win seven, eight games. But I don't think they'll make the playoffs. But next year, when Trevor Lawrence establishes himself, they might make the playoffs. Maybe next year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is Titans all the way. I think Julio Julio Jones, that's all I got to say. Julio Jones. And, and that running game. I think I'm going to go out and go ahead and say Derrick Henry becomes the first player in NFL history to have two. 2000 to have a, two, a consecutive 2000 yard season. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Um, we've never seen a running back like Derrick Henry ever. So I think the Titans take that. Uh, who you got, Titans or Colts? When you win the um line of scrimmage in football, you win the game. Dominating the line of scrimmage is key in football. When you have an elite defensive line like the Redskins, you can create havoc for offenses. Like all their, everyone on defensive line was drafted in the first round, and they play like first round. And they play like first round draft picks. None of them are busts. They have every in all positions on the D line. They have elite pass rushers and run stoppers. So, if Ryan Fitzpatrick can limit turnovers, and control the clock, then the Redskins can create havoc in the NFC. Not only in the division, but in the whole conference. I love me some Ryan Fitzpatrick, okay? Okay. It's magic. It's the beard for me. It's magic. <laughs> it's magic. It's the beard for me. It's the Harvard degree for me. It's the fact that he's done it in every single freaking division he's gone to. Buffalo, he did it. Miami, he won games. And NFC East, his fist magic is coming is coming to you. But I still have the Eagles taking that. Uh, I think the Eagles have arguably t- what the best one-two punch in that conference. And obviously, we haven't seen anything from Devontae Smith. But I think they have some. They have a quarterback there, and Jalen Hurts, who will put the hurt on defenses all across the, all across the the NFC East and the whole NFC. To be honest. So I'm taking the Eagles. I think their defense is just good enough, and I think their, and I think their old their old line, can, can protect better. What you say? Yeah, their old line is very good. Can definitely protect better than Dak will get protected this year. So um, Dak has a good old line too. Eagles team, they too young. 
Yeah, I think the um. They may be young, but I'm ready. Yeah, the Eagles have a lot of young bucks, but um, if the Eagles get off to a good start, then they can make stuff shake in the NFC East. But Dak looked promising in Week One, even though they lost. He looked, he looked like he came back for vengeance after that injury. Yeah, he's ready to go. Ready to go. Okay, so Dak is on his uh, Russell Wilson this year on his redemptive tour. Speaking of Russell Wilson, the NFC, the NFC West. We got the Cardinals. The best division in football. NFC best, okay. Uh, Cardinals, Rams, 49ers, and Seahawks. I know you got the Seahawks winning. You want to tell us why? Two reasons. Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner. Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner. You you gave me one reason on both sides of the ball. Both sides of the ball. I think uh, your logic is... Is too comprehensive. So you got me. I got the Seahawks winning the NFC best. Uh, the NFC North. We got the Bears, the Lions, the Packers, and the Vikings. I think if Aaron Rodgers plays, I think he takes the division because he's pissed. They, yeah. they pissed off Aaron Rodgers. And, and if Aaron Rodgers is their starting quarterback all year, I think they're, they're taking that. I think the Vikings are going to give them a fight. Bears defense has something to say about that. And the Bears offense has something to say about that. Hello? When Justin Fields starts playing, the Bears offense will have something to say about that. Right. Justin talked about it. He said the Bears are tra- traditionally a football team. Mm-hmm. No, a defensive football team. Yeah. And he's going to put that on his head and make them an offensive football team. Yeah. And, and elite defenses and elite offenses are dangerous in football. Right. When you have – well, obviously. Yeah. I mean, if you got a good defense, good offense, you're going to be dangerous, right? But um, I'm going to tell a quick story about Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Fields, quick aside, fifth, it was sixth grade basketball tryouts. I was trying out for the sixth grade team. Justin Fields was a grade young, young, under, under me. Justin Fields came in as a fifth grader to try out for the team. I, once he started shooting, top of the key, wop, side of the key, wop, right of the key, wop. You know, like when you make it, you get back to him. Mm-hmm. He took our ball. Nobody else could shoot because Justin kept making it. And Justin's dad walks into the, the – wow, walks in. And I was like – I was already thinking, like, yo, this guy made every shot. I have no spot on this team. Justin's going to take my spot. As a fifth grader. His dad pulls him out. Justin cried. And that tells you the, the competitor that this kid is. That all because he, he could not do something. He, he was physically capable to do it. But he was just so hungry that once he got pulled out, the, the man cried tears. Or he was a child at the time. This is the competitor that Chicago has. Deserve it. Yeah, I feel like Justin's been disrespected and underestimated his whole um, – ever since he left high school. He's been disrespected at UGA. And when he left, he um, went off at Ohio State. Yeah. And this season, he's been disrespected. Everybody knows that Justin Fields should be – the starter for the Bears, but the coach, the coaching staff, wants to. I don't know what they want to do, but Justin is angry and he's gonna have a chip on his shoulder. For sure. So who's winning the NFC North? Um, the Packers are gonna win it, and it's gonna be their last good season in the NFL for years to come because Aaron Rodgers. That's gonna be it's gonna be his last season with the team. He might retire or go to a different team, and then Devontae Adams is not gonna play um, for the Packers. 
because he only wants to play with Aaron Rodgers. So he might he um there's rumors that he wants to team up with his old um college quarterback David Carr in Las Vegas. So the Raiders might become good. Okay, we got the rumor mill running over here in the podcast of Brotherly Love. Man, we're enjoying having you here, JT. So let's talk NFC South. This is the conference that has my heart. Living here in Atlanta, we love our Falcons in this house. But I think the loss of Julio Jones is too big of a gap. And who's the new kid? Kyle Kyle Pitts. Prolific as he is. If Jared was sitting here, Jared would say the best tight end, the best tight end in the draft, arguably potentially one of the best tight ends of all time. Well, he's the best tight end in the draft, but that means nothing. There's not a lot of good tight ends coming out of college year in and year out. Right, but this guy has a chance to be the, the best tight, tight end, end in football. in football, yeah. straight up. Yeah, this guy guy has he's all the has all the tools. Specimen. He has the um, most reach, um, arm reach in NFL history. He has like the highest wingspan. And he has he has the most range, catch of, um catching range of catch in NFL history. Well, there we go. If we could put that all together, the Atlanta Falcons will be taking the second place spot in the NFC South mm-hmm. uh, because that's that's Bucks all day. Yeah, the Bucks will win the division for sure. No team will. The the bottom teams are going to be competing for second. Okay, so who's coming out of the NFC this year? For me, I have the Bucks. And the Seahawks playing in the NFC title game, or playing for it. I do too. So who do you have winning that? I feel like the Seahawks will come out with the upset. Seahawks with the upset. Yep, because I feel like Russell Wilson still remembers that loss in the Super Bowl to Tom Brady. And he's gonna pay him back this time. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I I don't think Russell Wilson's team is better. I think Russell Wilson can outplay Brady. And I think that will that can and will happen, but I I I have the Bucks winning that one. I think they're just a better football team. Okay, so how about who's coming out the AFC for you? And uh, um, the AFC is much tougher. I feel like it could be the Bills and Chiefs again, or it could be the Browns, mm. the Browns and the Bills, even the Titans. The Titans can make some stuff shake in the um conference too. So between the Bills, Chiefs, Browns, and Titans, and the Colts just because of their offensive line, mm. Jonathan Taylor is gonna have a breakout season, and once we they won't have to have a lot of pressure on Wentz to will his team. If Wentz just limits the turnovers, then they can make stuff shake too. Okay, so who you got? I would have to go with Cleveland and maybe Kansas City. Okay, Cleveland, you hear that? Cleveland, this is for you. JT's down for it. JT has uh, the Browns and the Chiefs in the AFC title game. For me, it's the Titans and the Chiefs. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Titans defense Plays out of their mind, and Titans beat the Chiefs, and we'll see a Titans Buccaneers NFL Super Bowl. 
And you think the um, who do you think will win the champ? Uh, the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl. I say, I, I know you said it hasn't been done. I have Brady going out and winning again on the way out. I think Brady gets a one on the way out. I think they're just too good. So you think he gets his eighth championship and becomes the the American sports greatest of all time? Greatest American sport athlete to ever walk this planet. I think that'll be Thomas Brady. I can see that happening. I can see it happening, but I just I just don't think it will happen. I it's think- possible. It's not. It's possible to happen, but. I just don't think it will happen. I feel like some somewhere down the line there's going to be an upset and someone's going to take the bucks off of their – Can you um, imagine the buzz? End of um, January, beginning of um, February, if like – if the Buccaneers are still there, the media's going to be saying the same thing you're saying. Yeah, my dad said, can you – Imagine the If you can't hear him, he said, imagine the buzz that you would get from the Bucks if if – if they're still standing there late into into the winter, still pushing for this for this eighth Super Bowl ring. Okay, take it from me. I know what it's like to be a man where his girl makes more money than him, just like Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchin. Life is good. Yeah. Okay, Tom Brady ain't got nothing to worry about except for football and raising his kids, okay? That's one of the reasons why Tom Brady can do this. Yes, because he takes massive pay cuts. He could take massive pay cuts, let his team in, and then also just from a mental, a mental sanity. He knows his wife's gonna handle her business. He's gonna handle his business. He's got nothing to worry about. Nothing. Except for just handling his body with his high pH and whatever crazy diets he's doing. We've never seen this before. Tom Brady's an addict. Tom Brady's an addict. He watches film for fun. He's built differently. So that's my final take. Uh, JT, you got any final takes? My final take is Russell Wilson takes the league, the league by storm and solidifies himself as an all-time great by winning the MVP and Super Bowl, and Super Bowl MVP all this season. He etches himself in stone as, in, an, all-time great. as an all-time great in yes. the NFL Mount Rushmore, NFL quarterback Mount Rushmore. Yes. We're adding his face. Yes. Yes. As best quarterback ever. Oh no, no, no. He solidifies best black quarterback ever. I mean Right? Because he, he already has a He already ball. is the best black quarterback ever, but it's just that there's no arguing. It's not debatable anymore. Like you can debate other quarterbacks as being the best black quarterback ever, but after this season, it'll be undisputed. Undisputed okay, shout out undisputed. Shout out Skip. We know you're listening. Uh Skip and uh and what's the other guy's name? Shannon. Shannon Sharp. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shannon. I'm sorry, Uncle Shannon. But um, now nah, that's it. Uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast of Brotherly Love. Um, I got love for the brother right here, JT. JT, I love you, bro. I love you too. Uh, thanks for pulling out to the pod. Had an amazing conversation. Uh, y'all know where to find us. You can follow us on Instagram at the podcast of Brotherly Love. And we, we post these episodes every other Sunday, every other week. Hopefully my little brother will be here. I miss him. Uh, JT, where can we find you, bro? You can find me on Instagram at uh, JT Medina. And you can find me also on Twitter at the same handle. You want to spell that real quick? 
J-T-M-E-D-E-N-A. All right, y'all heard it here first. All right, we love y'all.